Welcome to Reality of Faith and Wisdom. My name is Yuri, and yes, today I'm wearing camouflage shirt. People are like, whoa, what the heck is going on? I'll explain. We are talking about arrows and uh, specifically how to understand who you are and what you are here for through the analogy of arrows. And uh, I'm going to take a little bit longer shot at it. And so uh, stay with me because everything will make sense when I bring it to the end. Now, in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3 and 5, Paul writes this to Timothy and he says this, that for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to the sound and wholesome teaching, the teaching of the Word of God. The time is coming that people will not listen. And, and we say this, uh, follow your passions today, right? And uh, it doesn't matter what the passion is for, just follow your passion or follow the happiness, find happiness. And, uh, and But we need to find truth first, we need to find understanding of life first. We need to find God who can bring us to, to what we're here for. And for a time is coming when people will no longer listen to the sound and wholesome teaching, right? Then he says and says this, they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. Now, what are we saying today? And what are we watching and listening today? The world are full of influencers, right? Kids behind, behind the screens that influencing the world. In the old, older time, 90s and 80s and 70s, you cannot influence the world if you're a kid, right? You're learning about the world. You're learning about the truth. You're learning about who you are in this war world. But right now, a three-year-old can become influencer, a 10-year-old. And we have the world full of influencers, ideas in the world that people are finding what they like and what they want to listen. And this word coming into fruition today, I'm going to read it again. Uh, they will follow their own desires and will look for teachers who will tell them whatever their itching ears want to hear. Well, what do we do? We scroll. If we don't like one thing, we go to another, we go to another. And we are being influenced by the world of influencers. Now he continues in saying this, they will reject the truth and chase after myths. How many conspiracy theorists are out there? How many podcasts devoted to conspiracy theory? How many, uh, how many shows are all about that? The UFOs and this and this and that. And we're, it's all about the myths. It's the new idea that people coming up with. It's the new information that's available out there. And it's not even proven, but it's the world is full of myths. And this word of God is coming to fruition today. But but then he changes direction and he says to Timothy, he says this, but you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Ooh, hold on a second. That means don't let your emotions control who you are. Don't let your, uh, just because you don't like some things or just because you want something or just because you're in a situation of, of, uh, of some sort of situation, you let your emotions control but he's saying, but you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Then he says to Timothy, don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Mm. 
And that's what we don't like. Well, you know, I'm a Christian, so God can, God can bless me. I'm a Christian, so God can pour his, uh, uh, his blessing over me and help me. And yet, just because you're Christian, that doesn't mean you're excluded from everything that's happening in the world. Sometimes the suffering, the hard times, it will make, uh, it's a teaching moment for us. Hard times, uh, it's a teacher. It's understanding and hold on a second i'm going through some hard time let me understand why i'm here let me understand how long am i going to be here for and he said hey don't be afraid for suffering because suffering will teach you even though we're running from hard times but sometimes hard times are, are the best teacher in the world then he says this work work that's that's he starts with that word work at telling others the good news see it's not so easy to share the gospel right? It's easy to, to, to give somebody a track and walk away. And we used to call, you know, little, little pamphlets of, hey, Jesus loves you. Boom, gone. It's easy to do that. But it's not easy to stop, especially if it's a stranger and say, hey, I want to, how you doing? I, can I pray for you? Is there something, can, can I witness to you? Can I, if God is putting something, hey, go talk. It's hard. And so he's saying work, at telling others good news. So personal evangelism, be everywhere you go, evangelize, speak truth, show people who you are. It's not so easy. That's why he's saying, work at it. Then he finally finishes it with this and fully carry out the ministry God has given you. See, with these words, he's saying, he's saying this to all of us, that we all have a mission. Everybody here on earth, it might be different mission, but we all have a mission. We all have a purpose. We all here to accomplish what he has called us to, what God has called us to. And when we have a purpose, meaning uh, and, and mission, it's a meaningful life. We, it's, it's exciting life. But he said, fully carry out. That means that you have beginning and the end. There's a time stamp to your ministry. There's a time stamp to, you know, your, your leadership influence. And so he's, he's saying all these things. People will, will do their own things. They will reject the truth. They will do whatever the heck they want to do. But you, you, four things. Keep your mind clear in all situations. Two, there will be a suffering and discomfort in Jesus' name. And that's okay. Three, work at telling others about good news. Get, get on with it. And four, fully out carry your mission. It's hard to complete that because especially it's hard to complete that because we're maybe in discovery stages of discovering what our gifts are, what to do, how to do it. How can we keep clear mind and, and not to give in to some of the emotions in our life? You know, how can we suffer? Uh, you know, uh, suffering is hard. You know, I, I don't want suffering in my life. How can I preach and work at preaching and telling people good news and in and, and my life and life, and we focus on this word life. How can I carry out full mission that God has called me in my life? Last podcast I did, I, I said that you can change your life with seven days at a time, right? It takes 66 days or 65 days to change the habit, but you can change the habit seven days at a time. Just keep progress on, on those seven days and, 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 and uh, celebrate those little victories. And, and if we can take that life out of there and say, how can I clear my mind and have my mind clear in the situation that I'm in today? Don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about day after. But today, 
Okay, if I have going through some hard time, how can I understand it quickly? Why am I in this hard time? What can I learn from that hard time? And, and then, then you'll have exit strategy out of that hard time because God wants to bless you. How can I work on evangelizing people today? Because that's what he's calling us all to work on that. So I, I, take out life out of there and focus on today. Now, I shared a little bit that I was in uh, in Yellowstones for seven days and, and I gave up coffee for seven days. And if uh, if you missed that podcast, that's a podcast right before this one. And... Uh, and uh, those seven days was hard to quit coffee. It was, was hard to put my phone down. We had no satellite. I had to do it. I mean, we had no cell phone uh, coverage in, Ye- in Yellowstone. But those seven days became kind of a, 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 a momentum, a change in my life. I realized, man, I just need to take small portions of my li- life and focus on things that I want to change in my life. And when we were in Yellowstone, we were around fire. And there was uh, about uh, five or six pastors and there was uh, three cowboys with us. Uh, we rode on horses for almost 30 some miles, over 30 miles. And we had six or seven mules behind us, uh, get, basically taking all the equipment and taking all the food and, and bringing everything, the tents and everything behind us. And, uh, and one of the lead cowboys, his name was Lewis. And he said this phrase when we were sharing at night by the fire, he had a little tattoo in the form of an arrow and the time stamp and, 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 and kind of cool looking tattoo. And I asked him, I said, Hey, what does this tattoo means? And he said this phrase to me that, and, and I actually, I told him, I'm going to take that idea. I'm a, I'm a preach on it. And I told him, I won't give you credit, but uh, I am giving you credit. Lewis, thank you for giving me that, that idea. If you're going to be watching. And he said this, this phrase, arrows can't fly backwards. I was taken by it a little bit. They always fly forward. And I was like, man, hold on a second. And I started to research arrows in the Bible, just the word arrows. And, and it's, it's amazing how many times the analogy of the arrows are in the Bible. So he said, you know, when arrow flies forward, yes, it loses momentum. Yes, yes, you have to pick it back up and all these things. I'm going to talk about it, but it always flies forward. And he said, I wanted to commit a suicide in my life a couple of times. And I finally realized I need to move forward. I just need to get back up and move forward. So my question is, how many times we are going backwards? And how many times we're actually starting our conversations with backwards conversation, like let me explain. We say we're not enough, we're not beautiful enough, we're not wise enough, we're not financially, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not. And and our focus is going backwards instead of forward. You see, because of the past, we can't do certain things. Because of the past, we can't, I am not, I'm not, you know, where I want to be. But arrows flies only fly forwards. You see, we, we take one step forward and then we take 10 steps back. Yes, I get it. You, you, can, we, you can learn from your mistakes. I, I, 100%. We need to know our history. Yes. But we are designed to move forward. You see, arrows refers in the Bible to children. Right? Happy is, is the person who, who quick quiver is full of arrows and, and it talks about children, right? And, and, and just because 
uh, arrows cannot fly backwards, only forward. It refers also to this analogy to train up your child in the way they should go. It means, it means that you find the trajectory, you find the area that your child is, is leaning towards, the gifting that's in your child, the, the, the areas that your child is gravitating towards and you kind of put him in the in a bow and and you help him to go towards that that direction that's what that that whole thing is talking about but you see when you shoot an arrow you have to go find it you have to pick it back up you have to shoot it again and so that's how we train the children we tell them, hey, you need to, I see the gifting inside you. I see that God created you this way. I see, and help, let me help you go. And then, then what? We go, we go a little bit up and go, and we go back down. Just like the arrows, they lose momentum. They fall on the ground. Sometimes it's hard to find them. They're, they're in, the, in, in, in the bushes somewhere. They're maybe in the mud somewhere, somewhere. but they still are designed to, to, to fly forward, not backwards. And that's why in the last podcast, I also talked about seven days of kindness. It's the same analogy of an arrow. It's almost, hey, I'm going to take seven days and change my life. I'm going to take seven days and change trajectory of my life. I'm going to to focus one habit at a time. Arrows also are like humans. We are designed to fly forward. Forgetting the things that's in the back in the past, right? I'm pressing on to reach the goal, to, to get the reward. I'm pressed. I'm, our humans are designed to move forward, to grow, to grow spiritually, and to become the people that God has created them to be. They're designed for a purpose. Arrows don't fly long. That means we need to recharge. When we get back down, we need to get on our knees and say, Lord, I am plugging back into the source. I'm going back into the quiver. And then what? And then, and then I need to recharge and you're going to take, and you're going to take me and you're going to put me in the bow and you're going to shoot it towards the, towards the target that you want me to go. And because you're connected to his hand, because he's controlling you, because he's helping you, you have momentum again in your life to continue the task and the trajectory of your life that God has placed you on. They need to be picked up by an owner of the arrows, right? And God has to get back up, get us back up and say, I I believe in you. I love you. That's why Jesus said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will find you. I will leave the 99 and go for the one. And I will steer you back into direction that you should go. You see, at the hand of the archer of the Lord's hand, that's when we can be the most successful. That's when we can truly hit the target. That's when we can truly be to have tremendous power. That, that's when we can destroy anything that's in our way. That's, that's uh, you know, by ourselves, arrows by themselves, they can't do anything. You can pick up an arrow and throw them. It's not going to do anything. But you need to strong hand, hand of the Lord and a bow. And so we are those arrows here today on this earth. And it's the best place for us to be in a quiver of the Lord. You see, arrows don't change. That means all the humans have a purpose. There might be, arrows might be a different size, might be different shape, just like humans. It might be determined for different hunting seasons, for different game and all these things, but we all have a purpose. Do you know what it says in the Bible? That God don't change. And let me tell you, devil don't change. Devil has three tactics. 
the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride, uh, and the pride of life. And it says in, in Ephesians 16, 6, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. And that's what happens. Somebody give their life to God, and the devil comes and find the, the weakest spot. And you say, you're not enough. You're, you're not this. And you, and you back down in the trenches of life. But it's also say, say this in Psalm 64.3, that they sharpen their tongues like a swords and aim their bitter words like arrows. It's also, you know, when emotion's controlling you and you're spewing out words that you don't mean, they're arrows that are hurting people too. Bible has so much analogy about the arrows. You see, Lord also have arrows and, and that he fights the devil with these arrows here on earth. And that is you and me. We are the arrows in his hand. We are the ones, our hands and feet of the Lord. He is our leader. You see, we meant to fight back all the fiery arrows of the devil with his faith and to fight back and bring goodness into this world. Yeah, sometimes we lose momentum. Yeah, sometimes we find ourselves in the mud, missing a target. Sometimes overshooting, undershooting, and sometimes we hit the target right on the spot. But the best spot to be in his hands. That means give him all your control. And understand, every time you lose momentum, you just got to be pick, picked up by the hand, the mighty hand of God. And in his hand, you can shoot the target right on the spot, right into the bullseye. You can be strong and can destroy everything in your way. And you can fire back and bring light into this world and not give in to the emotions and things the devil brings in this world. You are the arrow in the hand of God that can change the world with one step at a time. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine and you be gracious to you, turn his face towards you and give you his mighty, mighty peace.